I'm getting Steve Dave, and you're listening to the Misinformation Podcast. This information podcast contains themes and subject matter that may be inappropriate for some audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Misinformation Podcast, episode 219. With you, as always, I'm Zach. I'm Eric. Yo. Hello. So, uh... <laughs> what, what, what happened? Well, did you know... Do you have any... You've got an Android device, right? Of some kind at home? Uh, yeah, 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 we do. Um, did you know that when you're on Google, like, you don't even have... Stop it! <laughs> what what <laughs> now, is okay, Google doing? Now it's getting obnoxious. Um, if you say G-O-O-G-L-E around the device when it's on the search screen... It tries to voice search for you? It, yeah, it brings it up Im- immediately. Google. Oh, I didn't do that. Except when you want well, it to. It, okay, it, this is how you're supposed to. Okay, Google. Oh, yeah, there it is. Okay, Google. Let's see if it'll Google itself. It's crazy. I had no idea you could do that. I was always trying to like hit the button. I mean, now it, you can yeah. do it completely. Tell Google what to do. Touch the microphone and start talking to search, get directions, and much more. Okay, Google. <laughs> How do I get to Kalamazoo from here? No, oh, I just did how do I get to because there was too much of a pause. Yeah. But that's pretty. I, I didn't know I did that. Huh. That's Very nice. Skynet, bitches. Yeah. Skynet. <laughs> well, and the worst part was I had it on the Google search screen, my tablet, because I was like, well, I mean, I'm going to start using my tablet when we're looking stuff up for the show because the clickety clickety clack drives me nuts, right? And then I can also do it in the background so that we're not slowing down waiting for it to happen. Correct. Um, and, and, and I was like, I saw it says search now or say, okay, Google. I'm like, all right, let me try it. Okay, Google. And it pops right up. And I'm like, holy shnikes. That's crazy. Fancy highfalutin technology. Oh, for real. For real. Oh. So what's going on? Been a couple weeks? It has. Yeah? Not much. Nothing? Yeah. Today sucks. Yeah? Yeah. Because it's rainy? Yeah. Yeah. Dumb. Right. Spent all day at work. Yeah. Get off work and it's dark out already, and I can't d- go do anything that I want to do. But what better day to spend all day at work than a day like today? Yeah, it's true. I suppose. Uh, I feel bad for people who work outdoors. Oh yeah. You know, we drove by. Uh, I was off today. We drove by um, the corner of University and Cedar Heights, and they're re- rebuilding Cedar Heights. Yeah. And there's these guys out there working in the rain. It's like, god damn, what a miserable fucking existence. Like it's bad enough when it's the middle of the summer, and it's hot and rainy out. But when it's 50 degrees, a constant, like, soaking rain, and you're out there having to work, 
Fuck that truth. All right, go to college, I guess. I don't know. I, I, like, I don't, I don't know how you get yourself out of a situation like that. Um, but it's not all foremen working out there. So you know there's some guys out there working for like fucking 10 bucks an hour being miserable. That's terrible. Uh, yeah, so I don't know. About 14 minutes after uh, Halloween season ended, Christmas season started, apparently. Oh, dude, it ran in and throat punched everybody. It was like, wah Whatever happened, at least wait until the day after Thanksgiving. Fuck that. It makes me angry. Like, I don't, like, at least wait for the Halloween candy Pretty to be clearanced out. Dude, I don't think, yeah, dude, they're still doing that shit everywhere. Um, I'm still waiting, like, I don't think there's going to be day after Thanksgiving anymore pretty soon. I think it's going to be Thanksgiving Day sales. Well, uh, Kmart has already started. I know. They're going to be JC open JCPenney, at- I think, is going to as well. Well, it's it's almost like the, the the okay. So two businesses that are currently in their death rattle are like, yeah. let's do the thing no one else is doing yet. Yeah, let's do the thing that's going to piss everybody off because obviously we're in everyone's good graces already right. due to our great business acumen. Right. Because nothing says like quality product like Kmart and J.C. Penney. But all the rest of the stores that are like the fucking bully on the block are like, no, no, they think they're going to get over. Let's open too. Yeah. Let's just stand right on their throat. Well, you know, and it's and it's like they're, they're doing um. You know, 4 o'clock on Thanksgiving Day, or 5 o'clock on Thanksgiving Day, why not just tell your fucking uh, customers that their families aren't important to you? Yeah, I mean, it's one thing. Like, you're definitely sending that message to your workers, but but yeah, you got to start thinking about the, the plans that you're disrupting for the patrons of your establishment. Like, they got to stop eating Thanksgiving dinner and come to your store if they right. want to get your deal, right. so you're... Big fuck you to them, too, yeah. apparently. Well, and, and you make a good point, too. Like, you're telling your people who work for you, you do not matter to us. Yeah. You are – you're simply, a, you're simply a, a cog in the wheel. But the way – they're probably like, you know what, though? I mean, your family's going to come shop our sale anyway, so it's like we're paying you to spend Thanksgiving with your family. Because yeah. they're going to be in here. You're just going to be helping them get that TV that they wanted. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because that's the way that works. Fuck yeah. off. Yeah. I, it's, oh, it makes me fucking sick, dude. It's It's tough – you know, as a person who used to work retail, like for years and years and years, yeah. so you know, like, it's tough to look at that and go and and have any respect for the business. Well, and it's tough to think back to how it was when we worked retail, and then to go, what's worse than that now? Yeah. Oh fuck. Yeah, because that was not. You it's poor not like, bastards. It's not like we looked forward to. It. See, and here's the here's the here's the uh, the misconception that people have about people who work retail. They're like, that's your that's your biggest day of the year. You guys must love that day because that you make a lot of money. When you work retail, you don't give two flying fucks how much money that business makes. Like that has no like – Unless you're in a position where you have to care right. because like your performance is based on right. its performance. But as right. a regular worker, you don't give a shit. No, you make an hourly me. wage. You pray for the days that we don't – that you don't make sales and that you're bored as fuck because there's nothing going on. Right. Like like uh, I remember uh, blizzard days. Blizzard oh, days yeah. are awesome because yeah. it almost felt like a fucking snow day like that you didn't even have to be there. You're just there and you knew nobody was going to come in. And you're getting paid. Yeah, and you might maybe do like a special project like tear down a wall or something. Yeah. And it's like, ah, this dude, I could – this. I could do every day. Yeah. You know, and then you wouldn't see a fucking soul. Unfortunately, the people who do come in on Blizzard days, you don't want to talk to. That's not a fucking <laughs> not reasonable. No. No, and it's not like they're coming into, you know, like when you're working uh like a uh like a big box store or something. It's not like they're coming in cuz they have to have milk. If they're doing that to go to like a a gas station. They're not going to drive all the way to fucking uh Walmart or or Menards to get milk. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, they're coming there. I'm going to go shopping. Like you're fucking stupid. That's what you're, you're going to well, go I crazy. Well, nobody else would be here. I'd yeah. the store to myself. Yeah, nobody else would be there. You know why? Because it's not safe. It's not safe to be on the roads. That's why they canceled everything. <laughs> right? But I've never seen them close a store 
because of the weather. Ever. Yeah, it does not happen very no. often. No. And it's, it's, it's so, so the people working there, it's not like this is the greatest day. This is the day that the people working retail dread all year long. Mm-hmm. Like this is their fucking like – it's there's their a, D-Day. There, there's a few sick fucks that like it. Just because they like – because they're fucking masochists or sadists. Sadists? They're just gluttons. Which ones are the ones that like to be hurt? Is it sadists or masochists? Uh – masochists like to sadists like to, to hurt, hurt the masochists okay right so it's sure like, sure so i'm no pro with this they're a masochist yeah i don't know it's it's let's ask google let's ask google and see who likes to be hurt the sadist or the masochist i bet it'll tell us right away sorry do not understand that no, question google understands um why didn't it they didn't do anything no wow who likes to be hurt, the sadist or the masochist? It's recognizing. Oh my god! Who likes to be hurt, the sadist, masochist? I, hopefully that'll be enough information. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, uh, urban sadist for this from the suffering of others. So yes, the masochist likes to get hurt. Uh, yes, the masochist said to a sadist, "Hurt me." Okay. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah. So, so yes. So they're masochists. Thank you, Google. They like to be hurt. They like to be miserable. But you know, our society is full of people who like nothing more than to uh, either have misery or be able to share their misery with others. Oh yeah. So yes. I suppose that makes sense. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But yeah, I can't wait till Black Friday. It's it's you know you just you wake up in the morning and 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 you know it's going to be a long miserable day. Yeah. Like, wait a minute. You said you can't wait for that? What is wrong with you? Because right. they want to they want to bitch about it all day. That's why they can't wait for it. And they're like, well, nobody's going to stop me from bitching about this because they know it's miserable. Yeah, I tell you what. I'm going to stop you from bitching about it because you want to turn to them and be like, if you hate it that much, get another job. Like hmm. go work somewhere that Black Friday does not affect. There's plenty of those places. Yeah. You know, that Those guys working on Cedar Heights, Black Friday don't mean shit to them except for extra money because they probably get holiday pay. Oh, yeah. You know, I, I – yeah, I don't I, know, man. I don't look forward to it. I mean, and it's going to be a little weird this year because I'm actually working Black Friday. Yeah. So, but I work second shift, so I'm going to have to get up, do all my shopping in the morning, and then go to work in the afternoon. That'll be awesome. That's going to be a long day. I just, uh, yeah, fuck that. I don't, I don't see why anybody likes it. No. Like Shoppers, I could, I could see why people might not have minded it when stores used to open at like four or five in the morning. But now that you have to like finish your dinner, right, and then go, yeah, that's not fun. No, it's stressful and dumb. Yeah, it's really dumb. Um, when when do you think the pushback is going to start? Like when do when do when are consumers finally going to say no? I'm not going to let you affect my holiday that much. I don't know, man. Do you think I it think, ever will? No, I think I feel like it would have happened already two years in a row. Of so like, so at what at what point do they hit the the? Because because a lot of these places like like uh, Walmart and Target and um like what Fred Meyer and places that sell both food and you know, both groceries and, uh, you know, Black Friday stuff. Yeah. So at what point are they going to realize that if people are no longer eating Thanksgiving dinner, it cuts into their profit? Because the busiest day at like Walmart, the busiest day of the grocery side is is the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. The busiest day of the year is the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. So now if people are no longer making Thanksgiving meals or are we just as a, as a country going to move Thanksgiving to Wednesday? Yeah, it's just going to become a new day and then we're going to be too stupid to realize that like – you're just essentially doing the same thing. So now, even though we're open on Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving is just the new Friday. So, and and are these are these ads? Are they only on? Because I've I've heard some things like I think about Kmart. Was it about Kmart that they're going to be open, but their doorbuster ads, their deals don't actually start till midnight. 
Well, and that's what I, I was actually talking about that with somebody the other day. I was talking about how like if stores, even if a store that typically isn't open on Thanksgiving decides to open on Thanksgiving this year, there's going to have to be some sort of schedule to their sale. It's not going to be like, hey, we open at 8 a.m. on Thanksgiving. That's when our Black Friday sale starts. Right. No. But first of all, it's not, not Friday. Yeah. So um, there's a hole in your plan right away. Yeah. You know, because yeah. – Well, and like even – you feel like they'd have that stuff like drop zone somewhere special and either have it roped off or like they don't sell it until this time. Right. And if you're all in the store shopping anyway, they're going to give out tickets or do some sort of numbering system where the first hundred people – and that's how Walmart does it now because they're yeah, open 24 hours exactly. and they're open all day Thanksgiving. So like they put all their specialty stuff like under tarps yeah, and like do not touch. And then they just whip the tarps off at midnight because they're like, ah, it's midnight. Yeah. You know, cause I think Walmart was the first one to do it where they're like, we're open anyway. Yeah. Why not just it. start at midnight? And then everybody else followed suit and like lemmings to the slaughter. Um, so did the consumers, Yeah. you know? So, so at what point does it happen where like it interferes with their other business? Yeah, I don't you know, know the business of because if you're gonna like if they move it back to noon next year, when are people gonna eat Thanksgiving dinner? Yeah, is it gonna turn into Thanksgiving breakfast or is the American tradition gonna win out finally? Yeah, I don't know, and I already feel like uh, some air, some some stores or like some departments in stores have so few you know associates available on their on their schedule right. that like if you open. On like a Thursday night instead of Friday, you have to double schedule some folks because like they're going to have to work Thursday night and then they'll have to come back and be your Friday night people too because you're like – You only have a finite amount of employees. Yeah. You've got day people, like mid-afternoon people and night people and if you use your night people on Thursday night, they got to go home and come right back. Still technically like the same operational day like it – And if you – and if you – you know the the simple uh, answer to that is well hire more people but then that totally sets off – Yeah. You know it – you're defeating the purpose then because you have to pay more out well, in wages. Mention, the way those places worked when we worked there, like if you worked any part of a holiday, you got paid a different wage, like a holiday right. wage. Right. So they're paying all these people more. Right. And they're also having to run the power to the building a whole nother day that they usually yeah. aren't and are they budgeted making, to do. Are, are they making enough money? Like do, do they to still – it it? Does it still stay in the black? Does yeah, it still stay – yeah, that's a good question. I, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure there's people we could ask that would that could tell us like uh, off the record, right? But I, I think it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't see any advantage really, other than these businesses being able to say we were open, yeah. like we're open first, right? But is there? Well, is there that's an that's what Black Friday and Thanksgiving have become. They've become the fucking YouTube equivalent of first. Yeah. Well, and if first not, comment. If you're not making money from it, it defeats – it's no longer It's no longer black. Like it doesn't matter what you're doing or what you're saying. You were first. You did it. So nobody beat you. Right. And that makes absolutely no sense We didn't to make me. money, but we beat you even though you beat us financially. Bloody. Yeah. You know, because like – you know, and I think I've said this before, but Jenny, you know, she goes up to the uh, north of the cities and does all of her shopping because it's a lot less stress. It's a small – town but they have walmart they have target they have menards they have Kohl's, they have everything you, you know need. everything you need so she goes up there and they still wait until five in the morning four or five in the morning to go on on black friday because they're like you know we want to be able to enjoy thanksgiving right so just because they're open are we see are they seeing the sheer magnitude of people or is it like a trickle effect now and I if don't, it, well i would think okay let's say here in the here in this town it's target and walmart right they're the main two right and menards so, Okay, well, Menards but, is huge for Black Friday. Okay, but for for a lot of the things that people are going for, 
a lot of it you could boil down to those two. So let's say, okay, Walmart decides we're going to open at 9 p.m. this year. And Target's like, fuck, we weren't going to, but we're going to now. Where's the one voice of reason? It's like, hey, wait, if we open at 10 or 11, all those 9 o'clock Walmart people will also come here. They right. don't have to choose. Right. They can do both. Right. We will lose nothing. Whereas if we divide, we get half. Right. Right. Well, and and where's the where's like where's the logic of like you, you open okay you open earlier, all right. But you, now you're spreading the whole idea behind Black Friday was you're trying to pack as much business into the same period of time as possible because then you, your profit is higher. Yeah. So, but if you spread it out, like you said, electrical. Yeah. Wages. Yeah. Um. You know, just the sheer like upkeep. What if it snows? What if it snows Thursday and Friday? Yeah. Before you only had to move the snow. You know. Yeah, hi, like bring somebody in to clear your right, lot once, or whatever. Once now you have to do it twice, mm-hmm. and they're not giving you one of those for free. No, you know, not. there's no forward thinking in this, and it's so easy. It's such a risk. The risk versus reward, so low, it's, it's high. The risk is high versus the reward because it, one or two things could go badly, and it could. Thank you. And, and to, to lose out on a Black Friday, like I said before, they call it Black Friday because it's the day of the year that puts them back in the black because retail loses so much money mm-hmm. throughout the year. Black Friday pushes them over. And, 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 and so for you to risk, to gamble, to put such a gamble on that day that was already working splendidly, like Black Friday was almost infallible until they messed with it. Yep. And I should never broke formula. I, I guess I'd have to see. I'd have to see some numbers to know for sure what the result was of this opening early, but they're going to be numbers that a lot of those places aren't going to give up. They're not going to give you their payroll versus their profit. They're only going to show you the, the amount of money that they did. And over that period of time, it's going to be more It's going to be because they're open for longer. So they'll make more money, but cost versus profit. Yeah, they're not you showing know, you know. the other side of that. No, problem. no, not at all. Not at all. And they won't. No, and it's stupid. And I mean <laughs> – I, don't know. I walked into Home Depot the other day because I built a, a pair of Ecto goggles. Yeah, I saw that. Um, that they turned out. I'll have to show them to you. They yeah. turned out fantastic up close, dude. Like they, it's twenty dollars. They looked good in the pictures. They 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 were. I could not have asked for anything more. Like for them, it took me twenty dollars in parts from Home Depot, and then twenty minutes not counting counting paint and glue drying time. Nice. That's ridiculous how easy it was to make them. But I went in. I was having a hard time. I went. Uh, I went on Menards's website. They didn't have welding goggles. They had the big masks, and, they, and basically they made it out that welding goggles were no longer available because the masks were safer or some shit. So I went on Sears' website. They had a bunch of wet, uh, welding goggles. So shocker, again, disappointed by Sears, went to Sears, the store. Uh, they don't carry any welding supplies at all anymore. Online only. Yeah. Well, why not just keep a pair of goggles there? You'd sell them. You know, like somebody's in there shopping for something else. Oh, I, I need some welding goggles. Mine broke. You know, I'll grab these. You know, does it cost you anything to hang them off a peg on the corner of a fucking wall? No, it doesn't. Um, so then I'm like, well, I can double check Menards and Lowe's. Home Depot's on the way. I'll just swing into Home Depot. Swing into Home Depot. Uh, I see the fucking masks. And I'm like, oh, son of a bitch. I'm looking and I'm like, well, maybe if I just stare at them long enough, <laughs> some welding goggles will show up. And I'll be goddamned if that didn't happen. <laughs> I'd stare at the master and I'd, I'd drift my eyes just to the left a little bit. And there's one of those uprights, you know, the, yeah. the metal shelving uprights. And there's two sets of them hanging on a hook 
And you're like, oh, I'm gold. Like, Yoink. And you could tell nobody's buying those motherfuckers. They're dusty. All they're covered in dust. So I grabbed the least dusty one and then went and bought all the rest of the parts. Like there, there's only one, two, three, four, five, hmm. six, seven pieces to it. Hmm. And then spray paint and glue. Like it, the, only, the only bad thing about it was my glue didn't dry. It stayed tacky on the, the, the goggle portion itself yeah. the entire night. That's dumb. Which is weird. Like it's weird that spray paint would take that long to dry. Huh. But on the actual pieces, it dried right away, like within an hour. But for some reason, so I had like – I kept getting black smudges on my forehead and on my <laughs> hands when I'd adjust it. A lot heavier than I expected them to be though. Sure. But I'm walking through the, the Home Depot looking for it and I smell cinnamon. I'm like, whoa, that's a really strong smell of cinnamon. And I turn and look to my left. Their Christmas trees were up. Yep. And they're scented now. Oh, like cinnamon. That's weird. Yeah, but all of their Christmas tree uh, displays were up already. And I'm like, really? Like, who's buying a Christmas tree November 1st? They used to, you used to only have to worry about that. Like Hobby Lobby, they have trees up two months ago. But, you know, they're Hobby Lobby. But yeah, now every still store. still no excuse. Every store, everywhere. They all got it. And I just, I don't understand who is buying a Christmas tree November 1st. Yeah, I don't either. I mean, or, or how there are enough people. That are buying them November first to for make it, it to be economically feasible for these stores to go through all the trouble to put them up and, and take up floor space that could be used for selling something else. Yep, like that's what's crazy to me. I bet. Have you been to Menards? I bet their fucking Winter Wonderlands up already. Yeah, we were there like right before Halloween, and they had already started clearing out their Halloween stuff, and they had some of the like the little decorative villages uh-huh. set up already. But you know they've Somewhere. got like that tree forest. Oh to yeah, put I up bet it the... probably is there. Jesus, I didn't. I guess I didn't even look at that. Which I suppose is good for me because I need all new Christmas lights this year yeah. for the outside of the house. Because uh, last year I took them down, and there were so many of them were beat up or chipped up. The lights, you know, what I did was I took all the lights down, unscrewed every bulb, and if they were chipped up, I threw them away, and if they were still solid colored, I separated them into gallon Ziploc bags to use as spares. And so now I'm going to go out and buy all new lights this year, hmm. um, which seems like it would make things easier, but it doesn't because I also have to go and put gutter clips on each light. Ugh. And I, I hang like over a thousand lights. Fuck that. It's going to take forever. It's going to suck so Good luck. Have fun. Balls. No, thanks. No. And I have to get on the roof to do it. I still have to clean my gutters yet. Like the weather's been so weird that, I know. you know, it's been raining like crazy. Uh, it's been cold. The trees have not dropped all their leaves. I need badly to do my gutters, but I don't want to do them until after all the trees would, because I don't want to do it twice. I don't like being on the roof. Right. You know, like I would, uh, I would love to uh, do my gutters and the lights in the same day, but whenever I'm on that roof and I finish one task, I don't want to get back up there again. I don't blame you. Fuck all that. I don't like it at all. I don't like it at all. But you ain't going to get that lucky. No, 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 no. Or I, or not have that much fucking self-control that I would be willing to get up there. And stay up there basically all day to get two projects done. Right. Usually I'm a one project guy. Think about it that way though. You only have to get up there once. You do it the other way. You got to go twice. Um, Nobody wants to go up there. No, I'm aware. I'm aware that I have to go twice, but I, I, hmm. I don't like. To, I also don't like to use up a whole day doing projects. Right. Like I like to say, okay, this is the project I want to get done today. I get it done, and then I can go do other shit like play Grand Theft Auto or or something. <laughs> I um, did I already talk about the fact that I beat the? Did I talk about last? Last show that I beat the the, the uh, storyline playthrough. I don't. Yeah, maybe. I don't really recall. I don't remember what we talked about either. Yeah. Yeah, a, we'll assume you did because okay. we definitely don't want to do it again if yeah, you did. If I did, yeah. So I, lo- I started playing it. Assassin's Creed. Uh, Assassin's Creed Four. Yeah, yeah. And you Black played it on flag. the you're on the Wii Wii U. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, and that does that hook up HDMI? Yep. Really? Yeah. Really, and just as good, just as fast, just as smooth as. Yeah, I, I've actually, actually, you know, Assassin's Creed Three got kind of glitchy on me on Xbox. I've had no glitches yet so far on this one, and yeah, the graphics are fine. I've Assassin's Creed Three uh, got a little stupid on Xbox because after you beat it, yeah. he takes his his hood off, yeah. and you have to download some update in order to be able to put his hood back on. It's pretty stupid. And since it's Xbox, unless you have Xbox Live, you can't do that. Yeah. Because that's what, another reason Xbox sucks. Well, and right I have now. the I have the old Elite, so I'd have to run a cable. Uh huh. You know, I mean, the boys, we have the new Xbox Slim, so that's got Wi-Fi built into it. You know, I suppose we've got a Wi-Fi card laying around here. I can just snap it in the back of mine, but it's just out of principle. I'm like, oh, fuck I it, I don't need to play it that bad. I've already beat it. Like, yeah. I don't need to go through and just stab people in the neck like badly enough. And he looks stupid running around without his hood on. Oh sure. You know, but so what do you think? Well, it's cool. It's, it, it looks good. It's fun, but it's, it's a weird so far. Like I'm several hours into the game and I'm still not really like, I haven't leagued up with the assassins, if you will. Oh, so you are by yourself. So you like, you can't call other assassins to mm-hmm. help you or anything. Nope. And I wonder if that's, I guess we have no way to know if that's even part of the new one. Yeah. I don't know yet. Like it could be, a, they could be starting, they're obviously starting a completely new story. The other thing I don't understand is like the real world side of it. What do you mean? Like in Abstergo and like the, like our time, like our world, not in the past. Like oh, I, don't, right, yeah, I yeah. don't understand what's happening. Oh, so they do jump back and forth. Mm-hmm. So you've got uh, what's his name? De- uh, what's the what's his name? The, the, Desmond. Desmond. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't know who I am yet. Really? Like okay, so you do your first part of the game, and you're on a ship, and you have a, a like a naval battle. Then you wash up onto a beach, you and another dude, and you get through that sequence. And then they pull you out, and you're in. You're at Abstergo, and okay. it's it like they they haven't referenced at all even how the world still is because you know how the last one ended with like yeah. the fucking apocalypse or whatever. Yeah, but don't you, you save it? Don't I you guess, stop yeah. It? But so but they haven't mentioned any of it, and you're at Abstergo, and it's like this company that hires people now to like go in to and find like you go into these past memories and try to find things. Well, they kind of they kind of hinted at that before because there were. But multiple they, beds, but they yeah. have not mentioned at all who you are. In fact, every time they start to address you, and like it would be the part where your character would answer, yeah. they either talk again or like somebody else comes by and is like, "Ah, hello, welcome to Abstergo." Well, if it's at Abstergo, it's not Desmond, exactly. Because, so because... I don't. That's not my point. I don't know who I am, hmm. unless I'm supposed to just be me. I don't know. I don't like that. Is it's it, weird. It they is. They kind of did weird. that with the Ghostbusters game. Yeah. They never gave you an identity. Yeah. So I don't know yeah. who I'm supposed to be right now. Uh, I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah. Because one of the strong points, except for except for number three, with Assassin's Creed, was the story was so strong. Yeah. And then three, it kind of ducked out a little bit. It was like, ah, now you're getting lazy. Because at no point did I ever feel like uh, Connor's story was important. No. And I don't know enough about uh, – this guy yet to know whether or not the story is important. Like right. I've played the game for probably six, eight hours wow. and I'm not really, I don't have enough to go on. See, and, and it's fun though. They almost would have been better off bringing Connor back mm-hmm. and trying to flesh him out a little bit more. Kind of like they did with, um, in the second one, the Ezio, Ezio. just bringing him. Yeah. yeah just like, staying with the same character yeah, for a while. Yeah. Instead of, I keep wanting to say a tray you about the first well, guy. And what gonna, was the first guy's name? I'll tell you. Yeah. I'll tell you. Well, I think they're going to realize like, the Ezio one wasn't the most popular because it was Ezio or it was Italy or it's because they made three games and you really got to fucking understand right. that world and that character. Right. Everybody else has got a one and done. Yeah. Well, and it's like even Altier 
kind of came back a little bit. Yeah, they like, pulled him back through that storyline a little bit. And they at least explained him a little bit more. I mean, the first game um, was one of those deals where the sequel was better than the original. Mm-hmm. Um, but at least you knew what they were building off of. They, the first game built the mythology more so than the actual gameplay mm-hmm. and, and depth. And then the sec- you know, when they came in with the second one, it's like, holy shit, this is... Yeah, so far this game hasn't referenced anybody. Any of the other assassins, nothing. That's... It's almost like uh, they're doing a fucking National Lampoons with it. Yeah. Or they're just putting the the franchise name yeah. on it and then it has nothing to do with Different actors. Yeah. yeah. Russ is a different kid again. It's yeah. Like, Son of a bitch. <laughs> so I don't know. Like it could – granted, I, I say I'm like six, eight hours in, but I've only done a few sequences. I've been running around a lot like collecting items mm-hmm. and like freeing up zones, doing things like right. that. But yeah, the few sequences that I've done haven't really helped me figure out yet exactly what's going on. Well, and you remember in three, you play for like two and a half, three hours as a as a kid, uh, well, or like that too. A, yeah. But then as the fucking Ponce, the, yeah, the other guy, yeah, yeah, yeah. hate them. And it's like, oh, I don't like this guy at yeah, all. Yeah, because I was confused the first time I played. This. I was like, why am I this other guy? Yeah. I'm not even the guy that I'm supposed to be in this game. You know, and and, and Connor's character had so much potential. Like, oh, yeah. what a neat idea for a character. And and I would have liked to have gone back and checked him out some more and see if they could have fixed what they broke with him, um, because there's still plenty of time they could have uh, addressed the like the um, the elimination of the Native Americans more. Mm-hmm. Like they're pushing west, and yeah. he he's trying to help. You know, it's a losing battle, but he's still trying to help them from being pushed to reservations. And there's all kinds of things they could have done with it. They mm-hmm. could have sent him to San Francisco if they wanted. It could have been like 1906. Like there could have been the earthquake. They could have done lots of stuff. Where they continued his character and being the one who was, you yep. know, because look at what they did with Ezio. They made him old. Yeah. You know, I mean, you followed him until he was like 60, 70 years old, mm-hmm. which in that time was a really old man. You yeah. Know? And then didn't they, they also brought you back in that one mission is all tier and you're like a fucking hundred years old yeah. and you can barely move yet you're still killing dudes. Well, like, you're walking around with the apple yeah. and you're just laying waste to people and, and you see what it did to Altair, yeah. you know, and you're like, wow, that's. That really advances the story, even though playing as Altair, I hated playing as him. Yeah. And was that Brotherhood? Or no, no, it was uh, Revelations. Yeah. Um, I hated playing as him Me because too. he was such a weak. Like by the time you built up Ezio, and then mean, go back to Altair, yeah. and you're like, I can't do anything. This yeah. guy sucks. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to be this guy. You suck, Granddad. Yeah. <laughs> um, can you just not be yeah. anymore? Yeah. So I hope the game gets amazing pretty yeah. soon, but. I mean, I'm still having fun playing it. Yeah, I, I, I might pick it up. I don't know. I did wrestle an alligator, so you know. In the that. game, yeah, he wrestles an alligator. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Uh, you know, you know, there's hunting again, and at oh. one point, I'm wading through this swampy kind of area, and all of a sudden, this alligator comes up and tries to chomp me, and I'm like, oh shit, what do I do? Apparently, you wrestle, you wrestle him. <laughs> you got to try and like he tries to clamp down on you, and you're like, you know, button mashing to like open his jaw oh, and get away from him and shit. I hate button mashing. Yeah, I hate it so much. Hate it. Um, I haven't gone back to check my online profile for Grand Theft Auto Five. Um, apparently they dumped uh, half a million dollars in your online profile if you oh, played. Oh, because of that whole fucking yeah. disaster when yeah. it first launched. And I haven't gone back to check and see. Um, I have like, I have no online friends on that game. So yeah. I'm like, uh, I don't. I'm not much for the online gaming. I, I just, I think Grand Theft Auto uh, online appeals to me because it's about like working with people and and basically creating a gang and then just playing more of the game. Sure. To me, that sounds interesting. Yeah. Plus, I was playing it one day and just driving around and some guy killed me. So yeah, you told f- me about that. I want to find him and murder him. Yes. Yeah. Excellent. That's cool. So I don't know. I, it, it sucks that the that the uh, Assassin's Creed games always come out this time of year. It's awfully mm-hmm. close to Christmas. Well, to be dropping do, 60 bucks I'm on a game. little mad at myself because I waited 
a whole week after it came out, I was like, ah, I don't need it yet, whatever. Yeah. And then I was in the store one day and I was like, fuck it, I'm here, I'm going to buy it. And now I'm, but I knew the whole time, I was like, if you just wait like three more weeks, it's going to be $20 cheaper somewhere on Black Friday. Oh, I probably. guarantee it. Yeah. And, but I just bought it anyway. Well, I might order it online. You know? Yeah, so I mean, I'll probably get Batman then. I'll wait, since I have Assassin's Creed now, I'll just get yeah. Batman when it's cheap somewhere. See, and that Batman deal, uh, Arkham Origins, right? Yeah. Um, it, uh, games that go backwards are weird to me yeah. because it's like, okay, so technically a lot of the shit he had in the old games or a lot of the shit he was able to do, he shouldn't be able to do in this game. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Uh, like some of the God of War games and other games that do that too. You like you, you play through God of War one mm -hmm. and you're kind of okay. And in two, you're more powerful. And in three, you're more powerful. And then you go back and you're like, I should be as weak or worse than I was in the first one. And right. I'm just as badass as I was in God of War 3. It makes like, no sense. Then, then why didn't he just save the world in God of War 1? Yeah. Like if he was this powerful then. It's like, yeah. look how fancy all the ships were in Phantom Menace. And then look how crappy they were well, in some and, of them. In... But remember they tried to explain that <laughs> yeah. away. They were yeah. like, well, they, they, were, they were a ragtag group of rebels. And yeah. They didn't have the money and the resources. And, of course. Nah, nah, nah. and it's like, okay, whatever. Yeah. Right, fuck it. Or, or George Lucas has a lot more money now. Yeah. How about that? Because he would have liked to have made them. I guarantee he didn't make the design. Like his idea in the first three movies was not to make the design look like it had been cobbled together. He wanted it to be shit that no one had seen before. Yeah, which it was. At and, the time. and then they were all sleek and shiny and fucking dumb. Uh, speaking speaking of George Lucas, uh, I was listening to an episode of the Nerdist uh, podcast, and they had Harrison Ford as a guest. Oh, really? So, yeah, it's about forty-five minutes long. I haven't finished it all the way. He's hard to listen to. Um, is he harder than Marilyn Manson to listen to? Oh, that was terrible. Uh, we'll come back to that in a second. Um, but Harrison Ford, he's he's a very likable guy. Yeah. But listen, he he comes across as a curmudgeonly old man. Oh, yeah, he does. Have uh, you seen uh, like half the clips of him on like Conan or other talk shows? Like there's one clip where Conan's like, I'll give you this $50 if you tell us something about the new Star Wars movies. And Harrison just kind of leads forward and takes the money and he's like – I hear they're thinking of doing another one, and that's all he says, <laughs> which is awesome. I know he doesn't need the fifty dollars. No, I know. Um, but there, there's a lot of times like he'd ask, you know, like, I can't remember. Like uh, Hardwick asked him something along the lines of, uh, "Do you ever, like, do you ever think of, you, you know, did, did you ever think uh, in your preparation for Han Solo that this, this, or this?" No, N no. Next question. Yeah, he is. You know, and he's not doing it to be a dick. He's but just like, no, I, I don't care about this stuff yeah. the same way you guys do. But but it's also like that's his sense of humor. So like he thinks it's funny and it is kind of funny, but it you would know be who, funnier watching him. You do know it, who else is a lot that way? Huh? Mark Shepard. Oh, really? We, well, like there were a couple of questions at that convention where people would ask him questions and he'd be like, I didn't. <laughs> like, did you ever? Da, da, da? No. Hmm. Or if you, or like the people always ask the stupid question, like of all the characters you've played on shows, like if you could be any one of them for a day, which ones you'd be? And he'd be like, I wouldn't be any of them. One of them is a the king of hell. Hell sucks, <laughs> and the other ones usually die. <laughs> and and I was already them for yeah. more than one day. Yeah, he's right? like, I wouldn't be any of them. I would be me. Uh, <laughs> well, you know, and strangely, he's a very nice guy because remember, I went up and stepped all over my dick to talk to him that one time. He told the best story. Like somebody asked him what his most memorable fan experience was. Oh no! And he said, uh, he "Oh just, no!" He said, "Well, he was like, I was at a convention in Australia, <laughs> and this Amazon of a woman came through my line." And she was shaking and sweating and just nervous. And I was like, hello, calm down, breathe. How are you? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just trying not to shit myself. Keep trying. Keep trying. That's all he said to her was keep trying. I know. It was hilarious. 
<laughs> best answer you could give. Oh, I'm glad to hear that it was in Australia, not Chicago. So when I met him later and was like, hey, man, I'm pretty sure I'm not going to shit myself. He just looked at me, started laughing, and he goes, that seriously was the funniest fucking thing I've ever heard. <laughs> That's what he said? <laughs> like when that happened oh, right, to him. Right, right, and right, it's right. for me to reference it. He was like, yeah, no shit, right? <laughs> no, literally, no shit, right? Um, yeah. Did you see – did you watch the episode of Talking Dead? Yeah. Uh, Marilyn Manson, uh, for being a guy who has long prided himself on being intelligent uh-huh. and not on drugs, was mm-hmm. very stupid and very obviously on drugs or alcohol Yeah, on that episode of Talking Dead. Like he at, embarrassed himself. Like at first, I didn't think he was drunk because he wasn't that slurry. He was just really slow and dim-witted. But, but like later worse. on, he started to slur more and more. It's like, okay, maybe he is drunk. I don't know if he's drunk or just fucking wasted on something. Or pills or something. And yeah. I like that Like at first, Chris Hardwick and everybody was trying to be like, okay, let's just divert attention away. And then eventually, Chris was just like, I actually understood something you just said. It was lucid. I can't believe it. Yeah, oh, he, my God. Yeah, just point blank calling him out on being a mess. Yeah. And even like Jack Osborne was was really trying to – like help him for yeah. a while and then he eventually just gave up on him. Yeah. And this is a guy who's put up with Ozzy for 25 years. Yep. You know, like, yeah. like I just don't it's so strange to me that that Marilyn Man and, and maybe it's that he was nervous. Yeah. And um he, yeah. about being on live television because he's he's notoriously shy, right? Right. Um so he went out and got all Fucking hopped up on goofballs. Out. And then goes on the show thinking it was a good idea. But, like, he was not making any well, sense. And I think he desperately wanted to get the laughs because, like, if he'd say something he thought was funny and no one reacted to it or, like, he didn't think they heard him, he said it three more times oh, yeah. until somebody acknowledged that he had said it. They're like, yeah, yeah, that wouldn't happen. Well, and it was – I mean it was the point where it was it was embarrassing. Oh, yeah. Like, and I'm not a huge – I'm not a Marilyn Manson fan at all. But I had always thought – because you'd see interviews with him or you'd see him speak out against or for something. Yeah. Like, hey, you know, it's kind of neat that he's a freak and he's intelligent. But, man, he shot his – like yeah. he shot that, that, that image of him right in the foot. And people are still – like I was on social media. People were defending him. They're like, he's very intelligent. And this, well, I'm he like, may be, but like, he sure didn't present that no, way. No, no. It's like he, he was the person everybody thought he was in that interview. Mm-hmm. Like he, he proved every one of his critics completely correct just in that one – Hour long, and show. then way to go the complete opposite direction next week. Jericho, like Hardwick, was like, You, I think you need to be sitting here, and I need to be sitting there. You're running this shit, Jericho. Oh, I, haven't, I haven't seen one, I haven't seen that one yet, but because I haven't it's, watched it's this good. week's episode yet, but uh, of The Walking Dead yet. Um, no, he's a very intelligent dude, and he's very uh, pop culture savvy, and he presented that way. Well, and he's and he's very smart about how he handles his brand, mm-hmm. like when he is, um, when he's when he's working for the WWE. His his Twitter account has one like character and feeling. Yeah. When he's out just touring with Fozzie, his Twitter account has another uh, feeling. And when he's doing both, it's a completely separate guy. Yeah. Like, and it depends whether he's a heel or a face. Um, when he's with the WWE, like it, it, he's very smart and yeah. he sticks to it. Um, except for in situations like if he goes and visits a a fan who's sick or something, then yeah. he'll break he'll kayfabe be... and break character and you know just. Shoot, but yeah. Yeah, you'll, you'll have to watch that episode. He did a good job. But it's funny because like at the very beginning of the episode, Hardwick's like, I'm here tonight with Chris Jericho and, you know, whatever the chick's name is from Community or wherever. And he's like, you're both here. You're both lucid. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, I, that was one of the few times when I actually felt bad for Hardwick because usually he kind of runs over the guests. Yeah. And it's a little frustrating to watch because – it's like he's on speed all the time. I mean, yeah. I know that he's just a hyper guy, yeah. um, and and sometimes he his questions are way too long. Um, mm-hmm. But I felt in this situation with Marilyn Manson, like he was getting beat up. Like he, he uh-huh. there was nothing he could do 
to not make well, everything in the way they kind of had to abruptly in the show like that that chick the sh- one of the showrunners she was in the middle of answering a question and chris was like i'm told we have to go we have to go sorry to cut you off we have to go well it's because they ran and, long because uh-huh. marilyn Manson i know shut the fuck up uh, yeah you know and being a live show what do you do yeah. you know i mean it, it was it was a bad deal because he would every time somebody would be asked a question hard work would try to uh, to direct it to someone else and he would interrupt them and have something to say about it that usually either didn't make any sense, didn't really apply, or was trying way too hard to get a laugh. Yeah, you know, or like eighty percent of the time he just brought it back to the governor because the first time he said it, they kind of got a laugh out of him, right? Using the governor, so then every other time he's like, "It's the governor, dude." Yeah, and it's just like, dude, just shut governor, up for a while. governor, and genital warts. He said genital warts like yeah. three times. Yeah, and what what did he say? Where everybody was just kind of like, ah, uh, oh, the deal about Sophia. And and I understood what he was getting at. He wasn't talking about uh, Carol's actual daughter. Yeah, he was talking, he was talking about, about the new one, yeah, if yeah. you will, in the yeah. prison. And if he girl. would have said that, it would have made a lot more sense. And I kind of felt like Hardwick unfairly jumped on him Because there. even I knew what he was getting yeah, yeah. at. I was like, I know what he means. But he I think, means that other chick. I think that was kind of one of those deals that, you know, there's always that kid in high school that would, like, follow you guys around, like, follow your group of friends and, 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 and go wherever you were. And you guys would tolerate him. And, and, then, there, really and then there's that one day where yeah. you don't anymore. Yeah, and it wasn't even like it was the worst thing he did. Yeah. But it's just like, today is the day I'm no longer going to put up with just this awkward bullshit you have going on. Yep. And then you just fucking rip their head off and you can see the look on their face like this wasn't even the worst thing I'd ever done. Yeah. You know, and that was kind of what happened there. Yep. Um, you know, and and I think the other thing is Hardwick has a very low tolerance for people who are drunk or stoned or whatever and yeah. because he's always sober and he's that, you know, sober people they reached their threshold with dumb drunks, you know, and I don't know whether he's drunk or high or what his, what his problem was. He was obviously – he was being – he was under the influence of some kind of substance. Yeah. To say he wasn't would be ignorant as fuck. So I think Hardwick seriously was just – finally had reached his limit. Like enough's enough, yeah. you know. Um, I probably would have during a commercial break asked him to leave to be honest with like, you. Like I kept waiting for them to come back and for him to either be gone or for them to have taken his microphone. Yeah, I think it would have been more realistic to just pull him off because you still had two guests. Yeah, and he was embarrassing himself. So that I have a little bit of a problem with. And yeah, I actually can't believe they didn't like fucking throw the towel in on him and just be like, "We're gonna have to ask you to leave." Yeah, like you're just killing us. Yeah, this this isn't working. Um, It's a live show, and we're not gonna have the opportunity to do things we wanted to do because you can't. And I don't know. They could have said something to him. And maybe it was just like, okay, 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 okay. And then came back and was – there was one time after one of the commercial breaks where he was a little bit more reserved, um, but it didn't last long. No. You know, it's just so weird. And everybody's been out to at the bar with that drunk guy. Oh, yeah. You know, that has an opinion on everything and it's in your – and you're like, ah, uh, no. Mm-hmm. You're not even making sense no. right now. So, yeah, that was that was tough to watch, man. Like, it was just brutal. <laughs> it was. I was actually like – I couldn't wait for the episode to be over. I was like, this is – yeah. Not even fun anymore. Yeah, and sometimes the episodes drag because it's just – I hate when he gets uh, f- quote-unquote fans that are afraid to say anything critical about the show mm-hmm. You know, because I don't think – then why are you doing it? It's just a stroke-off fest. Like if – you know, I think the guy – Dave Navarro was fucking awesome. And the one time he's just like, well, enough of this dramatic bullshit. Kill some zombies. Like is that not what this show is about? Is zombies? I mean otherwise it's just a soap opera. You know, and because he was bitching because I think it was season two, like the first half of season two, you hardly ever saw a zombie. Yeah. You know, so um, and he just fucking let him have it because what does he have to lose? Yeah. You know, and then he'll just go beyond Sons of Anarchy. Yeah, it's fine. fine. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, some of the shows drag a little bit, uh, but they've been better this season, I felt, until that fucking train wreck. 
Um, have you seen Hardwick's new show on Comedy Central? I watched it last night for the first time ever. Pretty funny. It is. I enjoyed it. I, yeah. I expected to just kind of be meh about it, but I really thought it was fun. Um, there are, there have been a couple times when they're trying too hard for a laugh and they, they either go to the, like, the easiest, cheapest place, but there's been some stuff that really has popped off and you're like, that's pretty cool. Um, I was watching, I haven't finished it, but the episode, do you see the episode of Jonah Ray in it? Not yet. Um, he, it's funny because he's basically – any chance he gets to take a shot at Hardwick. He did it. Yeah, and basically because he says uh, – because Hardwick reads their intros. Well, they must write their own intros. Yeah. So Hard, Hardwick goes, all right, and uh, our first guest is Jonah Ray, host of Jonah Radio on the Nerdist Podcast Network. What, you couldn't even plug the podcast we do together? And yeah. Jonah Ray goes, you already have a show. Yeah, <laughs> or <laughs> like, three. <laughs> you have a TV show. Why would I? Why wouldn't I plug something I do instead of something you do? And then it was just like two brothers going yeah. back and back. It well, was like, awesome. La- the one I watched last night was obviously a rerun. I think it was their Halloween episode, but uh, <clears throat> they were doing like rejected candy names. Oh yeah, yeah. Have you seen that? Yeah, I did. I did. Like fucking aborted baby Ruth and <laughs> Reese's and Reese's. <laughs> I thought that shit was hilarious. It was really funny. Um, I wish that they wouldn't have made all three people. <laughs> Dress, dress as uh, fucking Carmen Miranda. Yeah, that, yeah was, that was. Well, I did like the one guy was like, I didn't know we were supposed to wear costumes, and that's why. And Chris Hart just like, so that's why you were crying at the beginning of the episode because you dressed like that on purpose. <laughs> um, and then for some reason, he's the only one who's dressed like it would have been funnier if each one of them was dressed as a Karate Kid character yeah. or something. Like it's just kind of a weird deal. I don't know, but it's it's a funny show. Yeah, and I think it's only a half hour, right? Uh, I think so. See, and I think Walking or uh, Talking Dead is too long. Yeah, it should be a half hour. Yeah, especially um, the fucking Manson episode yeah. was way too long. Um, and I think Comic Book Men should be an hour. I think it should go back to an hour format. Have you been watching it all this season? No, not yet. No. Um, it's it's just it, you feel like you can't get involved in anything that's happening because they just onto the next thing. Mm. And I, I think it would be more fun to watch them like torture Ming and like just do shit that's a little bit more funny, and then maybe price some more stuff because now they're they're really only you only see them price like maybe two products. Like and, and make deals on them so that it's almost like just take that part out. Yeah, like it's not even because they had uh, the the Cobra the uh, Cobra Terradrome and uh, the uh, USS Flag uh, aircraft carrier from GI Joe. Yeah, um, they they priced those and then they had a I guess they did three things. They did a lithograph of uh, Justice League and then they did. Um, the Marvel special, like, Salute to Heroes oh, from sure. September 11th uh, comic. But it's just they, they burn through it so fast, and, and you almost feel like the, the, the values that they give this stuff is, are to- totally arbitrary. Right. Uh, you, I'd like to know more about the actual worth. And, and that's I guess that's because I'm a nerd and I'm a very <clears> – I mean nerds are their focus group, but I'm the kind of nerd that wants to understand why these things are happening. Yeah. So I'm probably a pretty narrow demographic for them, but I still – I think it would be more interesting. Yeah. You know, because you, you know, we watch those pawn shop shows and stuff and when they bring in like a historical they item. They fucking they tell really, you the story of that yeah, item. Yeah, yeah, they really, really Explain do. why it's a big deal, why it's rare, why it's valuable. Um, and if they could fix, figure out some way to make it so that it doesn't feel like – Literally, the guy that's bringing in the items is just waiting around the corner for his queue to come in. Oh, um, totally. That would be better. Um, because then those other pawn shop shows and stuff that you'll see the guy in the background shopping. Waiting for his turn for, to come up. Yeah, for like yeah. five or ten minutes yep. as they're talking to other people and you'll see glances and then, oh, this guy but comes But you're not up. supposed to notice that. Oh, I, have, I have eyes. No, you I watch TV. No. Oh. 
Um, have you been watching uh, Blacklist? Been watching the Blacklist? No, not at all. Um, it's good. You should go back and catch it while the because they still have episodes on NBC.com. Hmm. Um, you should go back and and it's it's it's, it's procedural. I mean, obviously, but there's also a background story that's happening. So it's not that's just the, like, is that that James Spader show? Yeah, and okay. he's amazing. Well, I do it. like James Spader. He's really good in it. Someone uh, had said on Facebook that he's the poor man's John Lithgow. And um, I was I was like I don't get it, and then I start I watched started watching the blacklist, and you could totally see John Lithgow in this role, but it had to be James Spader, because it needed to be a guy who you would believe, uh, women would be like sexually enamored by. Sure. Um, and he's just on the cusp of of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So whereas Lithgow would be hard to to, to he's a great him. actor and he's fantastic, but he does he's not exactly a Lothario. Yeah. You know so. Um, so I think they've done some really good casting. The chicken, it's okay. I still – I know what they're going to do um, mm-hmm. and they're really getting after it and they're almost hitting you in the face with it. So you'll pick up on it probably by the second episode. Huh. Um, I'm two episodes behind though because DirecTV had some kind of a glitch with NBC um, two episodes ago. So I have to watch that online and then we've got another one on the DVR to watch. Ah. Um, but it's a, good, it's a good show. I mean it's not something I would like run out. It's no fringe. You right, know, but it's it's fun, and there's not a lot on TV right now to no, DVR. So, um, Shields on tonight after a one week after one week off. I, I don't know if it's this episode. I would assume so, since Thor comes out Friday. But one of their upcoming episodes is supposed to be a tie-in somehow. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. I don't know in what way. Obviously, Thor's not going to show up in the episode, but he could. Yeah, I doubt it. I mean, it's possible. Yeah. But so tie probably, in, tie in in some way. They'll probably just reference it. They'll yeah. be like, hey, that dark world sure is coming. Yeah. Hmm. Moving right along. <laughs> <laughs> you know? um, they showed like some kind of a mask for this week's episode. Um, and it's something about invisible. Oh, yeah. Some yeah, kind yeah. of invisible force. So I don't know. The show's picking up. It's okay. It's yeah. fun. It's a yeah. fun little like Disney-fied action adventure show. I mean, it's not going to change the world. They got to be careful because they can't fuck with mythology too much like right. they can't get too involved in what's going on because it's already very what they're doing with phase one two and three is very ambitious and then you insert a television show a weekly episodic show in there you gotta be careful yeah, they gotta they gotta tread lightly yeah because otherwise you're just uh, you know they have a hard enough time with like star trek for example that had the you know so many iterations and they have to pull that mythology weave that mythology together mm-hmm. and then they make motion pictures too and you're like wait a minute where does this motion picture fall in the star trek mythos because did you ever watch any of the uh <clears throat> stargate tv shows any of them um just here and there like if i was up late any good? sleep so i loved the movie and yeah. the book but it seems like people are nuts for the shows and aren't there like four different ver- is there's like yeah. stargate stargate atlantis stargate continuum stargate something or other yeah stargate universe yeah like, and like a lot of actors that are on shows I like have all been in some of those Stargate. Mm-hmm. So I'm yeah, just like, like, I wonder if I should check that show like out. Like Summer Glau, Amy Acker, I think. Fucking a lot of um, people yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. But and like I, I passed up on it like a month or two ago. Like one of one of them, I don't know which one, but mm-hmm. like the whole series of that one was like the gold box on Amazon. I could have got it super cheap. Oh, I'm really? kind of wishing I had now. But then again, Black Friday they'll probably. Well, have and I think I think SG One is like is basically the the next generation. Of yeah. Stargate, and then everything kind of spun after off that. of that. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Um, and I think they might have even kind of come back to it with Stargate Universe. I could hmm. be wrong, but and I don't know. I mean, the production quality is pretty good on it, yeah. and it, fairly interesting, I guess. Hmm. I, I just I never went start to finish on any of it. Yeah. Um, but it was always it always ran at weird times, mm-hmm. and it was on Sci Fi for a while, and it 
Um, it's just one of those shows that kind of like like Eureka, like that looked like a great show, and what I saw of it, I really enjoyed, um, but yeah. I never, never got me following it. And then there's some a couple other shows on Sci-Fi right now that are supposed to be real solid. Isn't there some new show coming up, or it either already started or it will soon? And the, some like I could have sworn in the commercials somehow it got compared to or referenced to Fringe. Uh, it's because it's created by Fringe. What, it's, what is uh, it? What's almost it Human. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it's uh, some of the creators of Fringe, uh, and it's uh, in the future. Uh, there's like a human looks cop. Like it might be interesting. Yeah, I've I set my DVR to for check it, it out. Yeah, because it, it it looks like it's one beautiful. thing I passed on was that Tomorrow People, just because I think the name of the show is fucking terrible. The Tomorrow People. Well, almost but human. Like, yeah, well, yeah. yeah, they're all. But apparently, is it that they they wake up and they're zombies? I don't know. But they try to complete their lives. Something weird. I'm Has it started sure. yet? The tomorrow, the almost yeah. human, or the- no tomorrow people. Yeah, it's already almost like a few episodes in, like November sixteenth. Because Mark Pellegrino is in that. Oh, he's gonna die. But he's yeah, I don't know. <laughs> so far, not. And like oh, he, I, I, he sat down at our at our table uh, one night at like a cocktail yeah. hour thing, and he sat down and he sits down next to me, and I just look at him and I go, hey, um, don't take this the wrong way, but. How come you can't get a job and keep it? <laughs> and he just looks at me. And I go, what I mean to say is you die all awesome. the time. Awesome. And he just looks at me and he goes, yeah, but they don't get rid of me, do they? And I'm like, fair point. They do always find a way to bring you back. Like in Being Human, he came back. And in like Supernatural, obviously, in like Sam's weirdo flashbacks right. and shit, he's still – I was like, okay, fair point. So you piss someone off and then you apologize and apparently they let you have a job again. <laughs> he's just like, all right. I got to go. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> and that's one of those things. He's one of those people that I'd like to ask that question. Yeah, you know, well, like, I did. Yeah, good, good work. Yeah. Um, yeah, he seems like he'd be a nice guy. He is. Yeah. Um, he's worked a lot. Yes, like, a I mean, lot. That guy's been in a lot of shit. And, and I always forget. He was, you know, worked a lot and was on fucking Lost. Yeah, that's what I, yeah. Like, that's a big deal, mm-hmm. you know, and people forget how important of a character he was on that show. Yeah. And just because you didn't see him till you know, the very end of the right, show doesn't right. mean he wasn't kind of a big deal. Right. And so it's like, I'm lost. He was yeah. on Lost, you know. Oh, he was man. another one of those guys that like if the fans would ask him stupid questions, he'd just be like, nope. <laughs> well, like somebody asked him, they're like, hey, you were in Dexter. And he's like, I know. <laughs> and they're like, did what'd you think of the finale? He's like, didn't see it. Wasn't in it. <laughs> like, don't don't care. <laughs> like and he just goes, Did you? Was it good? <laughs> that was it. that was his answer. <laughs> but like, um, and I'm being human. Kinda got a little bit of the feeling that you like the cock. Yeah. Hmm? Ooh, bishop. Hmm? 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 No. But uh yeah, those two, those two guys, both of the marks were kind of just like, don't ask me dumb questions. <laughs> I'm here for a paycheck. Because yeah. <laughs> you know they get paid to be there, right? They have to. Of course. Uh, for for like an event like that. It's not just like they make money just off autographs. Right. You know, they got to get some kind of a cut from the convention. And, yeah, uh, definitely has to be worth their while somehow. I would like to know that actually. Like what they make. Like what cut they get out of like it, the proceedings. It must be pretty – it must be pretty respectable yeah. for them to – I mean now the Supernatural deal, like do they have several conventions throughout the United States mm-hmm. or is the Chicago one oh, the Oh, they have one? like one a month. Really? Yeah. That's nuts. All over. That's nuts. LA, you know, California, Texas, fucking Toronto, uh, Las Vegas, um, New Jersey, fucking every, everywhere. Really? All over the place. That's weird. That's yeah, weird that there's enough of a following. And in, and in some of the cities, they sell like special – like. Uh, like California, one of the you know Chad Lindbergh's a huge fan of like ghost adventures mm-hmm. and like yeah. actual go. So 
you if you buy like a certain VIP package of his, you get to go on a ghost hunt with him since right. he like hangs out with those people from Ghost Adventure. Right, or whatever. Right. And in the Vancouver one, since that's where they shoot the show, uh-huh. you can buy like tickets to something and they take you on a bus tour and then they take you to the state to the set. Really? And you get to tour the set. Like they're obviously not filming at the time. Right, but right. yeah, you get to go look at the locations and shit. Oh, that's cool. Um, yeah, so they're dude, no, in Chicago, are, they do nothing. <laughs> yeah. In, in Chicago, they or whatever. But uh, they – no, apparently those conventions are growing because they are – next year for Chicago, they had to switch to a different hotel because they've outsold the one that they've d- been doing for seven years. That's nuts. Yep. Like, I mean it's a good show. I mean don't get me wrong. I really enjoy it. It's just yeah. weird to me that there's enough of a following mm-hmm. that they can do multiple city conventions. So we're sitting at this like cocktail party the Saturday night of the thing and right. we're at a table and there's like six other people sitting at this table with us. So I just start talking to people. I'm like, so how many of you guys have been to one of these before? And they're like pretty much all of them. Like, yeah. I was like, how many? And they're like, um, all of them. I was like, you mean all of them here in Chicago? Like the seven times they've done it. And they're like, no, I mean like all of them. What? I'm like, what the fuck? Well, cause I, like, and, and that's how that came up. Cause I said something, I was like, you know, it's one thing to come to these every year, but you hear about people that go to several of them a year. And the one lady that I was looking at, she just points at her friend and she's like, that's her. And I go, do you? And she's like, oh yeah, I've been to like 14. What? And I was like, are you fucking nuts? Like, how do you afford it? Like what? So so when they come sit at your table, they know these people then. Some like, of them they do. Mu- yeah. They must just know them. Hey, Cindy. Yeah. Oh, nice to see you again. Uh, Fan number seven. Like but, I don't remember your name, but I remember your face. But God, there's got to be a point where they're, you're going to that many of them because mm-hmm. that was going to be my next question for you. Like, if it's gotten to the point yet where any of them recognize you guys, like because this is you know I guess this is only what your second or third one. Uh, I think I think uh, it's our third one. Yeah. Uh, I think. One of them, I don't remember who it was. Somebody, I think, recognized Laura because it was like, oh, hello again. Huh. Yeah. Huh. But Misha, it's clearly never him because, again, I put money on it and it happened He again. asked about her tattoo yes, again? Yes, he did. Yes, he did. <laughs> did she say anything? Did I, she told, like... I said, I will pay you money if you say to him, it means Misha has a shit memory. <laughs> and then when he's like, what do you mean? I'm like, you asked me that. Like, I want you to meet him like a day before and have him ask you and then meet him the next day at the convention again and see if he's still asking you. Like, Dick, you just asked me yesterday and I told you. Uh, yeah. So, and, and when he, when she tells him, yeah. does it register then? He's no. like, wait a minute, he's that like, sounds oh, familiar. That's, he's like, oh, that's nice. Yeah. Or, you know, like one year he's like, and why do you, why do you have that saying? And she explained her story. Yeah. But you'd think, yeah, you'd think after knowing the reason behind it too, that he'd be like, I remember hearing about that. That sounds familiar. That must've been you. But That no. sounds familiar yeah. to me. But, uh, he winked at me this year. I didn't like it. It made me feel weird. Winked at yeah, you? Yeah, he winked at me. Like in what context? Like, I don't know. He just winked at me. Like you're walked up. You're like, man, it is hard to get in this line. He's like, oh, it's hard. Yeah. Wink. Winky. Like, no? No. Like, in what context, like, though? We were going through, like, we were going through the autograph line. <laughs> yeah. And he signed something for Laura. And then he signed something for me. And then uh, I asked him to throw it, like, to personalize hers because yeah. he didn't write the name. And he did it. And then he just looks at me and he winks at me. I was maybe, like, why don't you wink at her, man? Maybe it was maybe it was one of those deals where like, I know I'm not supposed to do this, but I'm gonna do it anyway. I know, wink. probably. But then like who was it? And see, cause Laura buys like the I don't know how much this shit costs. I don't want to. I told her, don't tell me. I don't want to. <laughs> right. She buys like the tickets, like the VIP tickets, so you get you a get saved spoon, seat. You get to spoon with them one yeah. night. <laughs> you get you get a saved seat, and then all the autographs are free, so you don't have to pay for any because they're kind of built into the package right. price. So we're going through the line the first night for autographs, and the one dude, I don't remember is his name's Osric Chow. 
he plays the prophet on the newer seasons that Kevin um, Tran, the Chinese kid or the I'm, Asian kid. I'm way behind. Oh, okay. Well, anyway. Oh, wait, wait, wait. No, the prophet yeah. with the, the stone. Yeah, yeah Kevin. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, so yeah, we that, go, through, we go yep. through his line and he's signing pictures and, uh, you know, they, uh, he, he gets to me and he looks up because it's not someone that's like, <laughs> and he just looks at me and he's like, hey man, how you doing? I was like, I'm good. He's like, I think he wanted to know, like, do you want this personalized? But I didn't. I just right. had him sign it. And he just reaches his hand out and he shakes my hand and I go, I go, hey, what's up? And he's like, it's just nice to see a dude here. <laughs> and I was like, right on. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, that's what he said to me. I was we're like, like, okay. We're like, well, we're getting beers later. If you need a fucking outlet of normalcy, yeah. okay, come look us up. Room number or whatever. <laughs> yeah. we were. Uh, it was funny, though, uh, that he said that. And then we saw he was, okay, you want to talk about like people being interactive and accessible. Right. He was only like slated to be there that first night. Mm-hmm. He stayed all weekend really i ended up in a in a elevator with him really uh and it wasn't weird scary brendan elevator and you're like like you're like hey still dude here yeah no but so he (laughs) because at one point he uh he snuck into the like the q a line when it was or no 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 no. he came back that saturday right before mark shepherd's q a panel Uh and uh they let him introduce him because he's such a fan of his so when i ended up in the elevator with him later i was like was that was that just like kind of a setup thing or are you really a huge fan of mark shepherd he's like how can you He's like, how can he not be? He's in everything cool. And I was like, I agree. I just nice. thought it was weird that you stuck around for a day just so you could intro him. <laughs> but then he was there all the way through the weekend? Yep. He stayed all weekend and which just kind of hung out. And which is he, weird. He dressed because... up like they had a costume contest Saturday night. And that's oh, that's one of the other things when we were in the, in the elevator going up. He's like, I said, so why are you still here? He's like, oh, I'm just kind of hanging out getting the fan perspective. He's like, I got to go change right now because I'm, I'm dressing up as Castiel for the costume contest. And I go, are you serious? He's like, yeah, so you should be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> he did, though. He dressed up as Castiel and went uh, in the line through the fucking costume. And did did people realize who he was? Oh, of course. See, and you wonder about that because, like, at the bigger conventions and stuff, yeah. guy, people can get away with that. Yeah. You know, but, but not at, at a specific show. Yeah, they really, know who everybody is. Yeah. yeah. That's, well, especially if they're going to 14 fucking conventions. Yeah. Here. But, but there, are, there are people who do that. With comic book conventions too. Oh, like, yeah. hey, I'll go many, to all of them. Do you go to Wizard World every year? Yep, everyone. Like, are you nuts? Yeah. How, like, like, how do you? How, and how do you defend to your to your family and your friends like hemorrhaging that kind of money? It is not cheap. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to get a hotel. Even let's say for sake of argument, you don't stay at the convention hotel. You stay at an offsite hotel five miles away and take the bus every yeah. night. Okay, still, that's still 50 bucks a night. Yeah. You stay at some shitbag hotel, fleabag hotel, 50 bucks a night. Okay, you do that for four nights. Yeah, um, there's your 200 bucks right there. Fucking, Jesus. Yeah, 200 bucks uh, times 14. Yeah, times 14 plus uh, your tickets to the event because that yeah. shit ain't free. Plus your travel. Yep. I, I mean, you're and talking. And the sad thing is these guys, these, these guys aren't just going to the convention. And like being there, they do everything. Like they buy the tickets for the photo op for the guy they've already had 14 pictures with. Right. They buy another autograph for the dude they've already. You know, and I'm starting to I'm starting to see that these photo ops aren't about the photo. It's about them being able to say that they met this person. Yeah, yeah, you know? and, and it's, it's interesting because I was hanging out waiting for Laura. She went to she went to a meet and greet. Right, uh, and I was hanging out there just kind of waiting for it to get done because I had I had done my thing. I. Um, and I was like, ah, oh, she should be done soon. I'm going to go down and wait in the area where she'll be coming out. <clears throat> and there was some of the volunteers were just hanging out down there because a session of photo ops had just wrapped. And right. they're just kind of hanging out. And I was listening to him talk. And the one kid was like, you know, he's like, I'll never pay for autographs. He's like, if I'm going to pay for anything, I'm going to pay for, you know, a photo op. Because one, 
you actually get to interact like with an autograph. There's no guarantee that they're really going to talk to you. There's right. gonna, if, especially if their line is like to the point where like, you know how sometimes the item gets like a person or two ahead of who it yeah. belongs to. Yeah. There's no guarantee you're going to get to talk to them at all. Right. He's like, so I'm going to do that. Plus then you have a photo. You get to keep that. Like that's proof that you met them. Right. Like you, anybody could get an autograph and you could say you met the person, but how we know you just buy it online. Right. And I started to think, I was like, you know, that's true. I used to really collect autographs, but now I'm starting to think, it's not really worth it because you can like even any of the autographs that you that they sell tickets to at those conventions like where let's say it's like oh Jim Beaver autograph ticket forty mm-hmm. bucks forty bucks you get to meet him get it signed or on their site from leftover conventions they sell the same photo already signed by him for twenty right so it's like oh, yeah why would I pay twice the price right. when I may not even get to talk to the guy I'll just get a photo op instead you know and and okay so if you don't buy the do you have to is it done by like ticket so like if you don't if you just want to go through the line and say hello. Or do you have to buy something? There, like do you have to have a, something for them to sign? Uh, yeah, you got to. Because there are thing. tickets and like. See, and that's shitty. Yeah. Like that's the same thing that I was bitching about Wizard World last year. Yep. Um, I think that's shitty. Like, I, you know, because you can't meet everybody. You can't afford to meet everybody that you want to talk to. Like it's, uh, you can't, yep. if you have to pay to do it. You can't afford to do that. That's unreasonable. And, and it's supposed to be – a convention is supposed to be about the fans – uh, the, about the about the people being accessible to the fans. Yeah, you know. And you know, I always tell you that like the first year we went, me, that Jensen Ackles kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Right. And then the second year he was much better. Yeah. And now this year he was kind of weird again. Like he was good on stage. He was having fun. He seemed like he was like cool being right. there, not like oh this is an obligation. But then we went through his line and he signed something for me and I said something to him and then I said thanks and he just goes okay. That was it. He didn't even look up and he didn't say, you're welcome right. or, you know, cheers. He just said, okay. Now, do you see, did, did you watch him interact with other people? It was, he was pretty just brisk. Like, like even with like, women? Yeah. So it's just everybody. I just think he's not interested in that part of it. So is he just contractually obligated to do these? Yeah. You think? Like he, he, I don't think he minds the Q&A part and like the, I'm entertaining you all. Right. But then when it comes time for him to fucking sign shit, I think he's just like, let's get this over with. This is this is a necessity. Whereas, a- like, and it's weird because if you looked at the two characters on the show, you would assume the dude playing Dean would be like way more like gregarious. Inter- yeah. Yeah, yeah, and it's not. Jared Padalecki's way more a people person at this thing, and he's just like energetic and fun, and he right. wants to be there. And yeah, that's nuts. It because is. They get paid. I guarantee they they cash the same check. Yeah, like it's because that you can't have the show without, without either one yeah, of them. Yeah. yeah. So that's too bad. I mean, just when you hear stuff like that, it just makes you. Like realize you watch a show and the last thing you want to think is that this is just a job to them, especially yeah. a show that's going into its 10th well, ninth season right now. Yeah, so it'll be it's going gonna, into they're going to do 10 for sure. Yeah. Um, so, so this show has gone on for so long that you, you want it to be special to them. But well, to them, here's it's just the problem like, that I don't think most – and I, like, it's actually – it's weird. I don't think about it as much when I go to big conventions, but when I go to this show-specific convention, right. it really starts me thinking like I don't think fans understand – that most actors don't give a shit. Like they may care about the job they have and like right. the people they work with, but they don't really care about the world that they're participating. Like they don't understand like these questions that you're asking. If you make an odd reference, they might not like, I don't remember that. You're going right. to have to explain to me what you meant by that. Right. Or like when you name an episode or like make a reference, especially for the actors that are just like bit players that are on the show, maybe a dozen times and you love them just cause they were in 12. Awesome. They're like, I don't know what you're talking about. Right. Or I wasn't in that episode. Yeah. I, I, that, that. And, and they don't. And so they ask you like, you'll get asked the question, like, what do you think was going through your character's mind 
you know, when they found out about this and he's like, I don't know. Cause they didn't write it for me. Like I'm right. not a writer. I don't know what they would have done with the character. I don't know what, what they will do in the future. Cause I'm not a writer. I just do the lines that they give me as, as an actor though. It's weird because the, the truly great actors yeah. will have an answer for that. Well, some no, some of them I mean? do. Right. And like, like if you ask them like, Hey, what do you think Dean's backstory is? Like, what do you think? He can tell you, but yeah. like when he's like, "Hey, what do you think they're gonna do in the future?" He's like, "I don't fucking know." Yeah. And like that's the thing, I don't think that fans realize that actors don't think about the show as much as the fans do. Like they right. don't speculate. God, I wonder what we're gonna do. Well, and they don't when they find out the guy killed this guy and he's been lying about it the whole time. Unless they love Ooh. the story, because there's yeah. there's people like but because you got a lot of that this week that weekend. You had a lot of people asking those type of like, "What do you think would happen?" or "What do you think the meaning is behind?" Yeah. And almost every single one of them answered. I'm <laughs> really yeah see in like you look at the 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 Whedon shows right yeah for the most part the people involved in those shows were very invested in the characters in the world but mm -hmm. like say Emma Caulfield yeah I bet you ask her a question about her character's motivation she's like I was told that I hate bunnies yeah and, you know I don't know anything about her but right. I would assume that it was just a job to her right like there, there were certain... oddly enough you would maybe think that about Sarah Michelle Geller oh I would think whereas, that a lot whereas about her a lot yeah. of the other cast you'd be like yeah. fuck no I told them this is what they should do with the yeah. character because in my mind this is totally what yeah, Spike yeah. would do yeah. oh yeah, yeah in the future yeah, yeah. James Marsters totally yeah. but no a lot of actors don't have the same sort of investment or know as much about the show as you do. So like when you ask these questions, they have no fucking clue. Um, a perfect example of that, Harrison Ford. Yeah. yeah, like there, yeah, are, yeah. there are a lot of questions that he was asked on the Nerdist where he's like, uh, I, I don't know. And, uh, I don't care. Yeah. You know, like it's just, give me it, back my family. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's some stuff where he's just like, Oh, I did. I guess I never really thought that much about and this is exactly how he talks that? there's a, yeah there was another clip of him where they're interviewing him and, and a guy asks him a question i think it was all set up on yeah. one of the shows but it's also probably something that tapped into him in his life he's like in uh in indiana jones uh and raiders of the lost ark the whip that you used was made out of bull's hide and it was you know 12 inches and whatever long and the handle was made of this but in temple of doom it was made of this duh, duh, duh. and then they ask him the question about that and he just goes who gives a shit? <laughs> it was awesome. It would have been just equally funny if he would have been like, it was a different whip. Yeah. But he's just like, who gives a shit? Who thinks about these things this much? Like, honestly, Harrison, like you live in this world. All the people that are fans of the shit you do. Yeah. They like, all you know, think like, about it. Like anybody who watched Star Wars or Indiana Jones thinks about all of this yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it, it was kind of tough. I mean, I, I think with him. Yeah. It's better to watch an interview with him than to just listen to one. Oh, because yeah. he has a twinkle yes, in his eye. He does. You know, and if you can't see that twinkle, you're like, what a dick. Yep. Like he fucking hates us all. Yeah. You know, but I don't think I don't think that's the case. I think his sense of humor is such yeah. that he's telling a joke, but you need to be but able to see the look on his face. To tell that he's joking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's great. Yeah. But that's the one thing I think I pick up on going to more and more conventions is that most actors aren't necessarily fans. And like a lot of actors it seems to be a general concern. They don't watch a lot of TV. They don't watch a lot of movies. So yeah. like when you ask them to pick their favorite, whatever, they're like, I don't know, man. I don't get to watch a lot of stuff. Yeah. But I liked uh, I liked this. Which is which is why it's fun when you run into – and like I don't very often praise Kevin Smith, but when you run into like a Kevin Smith. Yeah. Like that guy watches a lot of stuff. Oh, yeah. So he can speak on a lot of different topics. Um As long as it's TV or movies, he's pretty informed. You get into politics, he's like an idiot. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. you know like uh, – at least that's a guy, a guy who's famous, who's made flicks, who can actually speak yeah. on that stuff. Or like somebody asked uh, Misha Collins, or like, so you know, what what is one movie that you wished 
that you could have been in? And his answer was the matrix. And yeah. he's like, he's like, the first one was amazing. The second two, I don't know what the fuck happened. He goes, but while we're talking about it, I got a funny story about Keanu Reeves. Who wants to hear it? So he, you know, cause he went to college in Chicago. Okay. So they were filming a movie, that movie chain reaction where he plays like a astrophysicist or yeah, something. Yeah. Cold fusion so, deal. So, yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. So him they, and uh, Morgan Freeman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So they throw a party while they're filming that just for the crew and the cast and everybody. And uh, there was an actual astrophysicist, PhD, in attendance there. And, you know, Misha's there and they're like, you know, whatever, they introduce her. And she's like, hey, Keanu, I'm, you know, this this is me and I actually have a PhD in what you're pretending to be. You know, do you have any questions for me? And he just goes, questions, questions. Oh. Do you guys have lockers? <laughs> lockers? <laughs> As if that answer to that question would totally inform his character, like for the rest of the movie. Uh, maybe there's some kind of motivation behind that. Maybe he's like, well, if they have lockers, they don't have to worry about their belongings being safe while they're and they're like regular people. Yeah. So like, if they have lockers, that means they're not like above us all. So that gives me motivation. Just what a weird fucking guy. question. He's a weird though, right? fucking dude. Yeah. He he's. Uh, Fucking Keanu Reeves, man. Yeah. Like the him being in the Matrix, I think broke him. So it made me want to go watch that movie and see if there's a scene where like Keanu's character is putting stuff away in a locker. Because if someone be like, they did that because he wanted to know if they had lockers. <laughs> that fucker changed the movie because of lockers. Or what if it was even like, what if it was an inside joke? What if he had an argument with yeah, somebody on set maybe. about like, you know, they don't have lockers. Yeah. You know, like, but it's just so. So weird. why was why was Misha there? Because uh, they had it like like in I don't know if they had it at the college like in one of the like. Fucking so he just happened to be there. Yeah, really. Yeah, because he. You know, but it's just weird, like to just to hear that, that story. And then it's so weird because then, like yesterday or the day before, The Matrix was on TV, and I'm watching it. I'm like, you know, this was a good movie. Yeah, Lockers. <laughs> like Fuck, I just yeah. couldn't stop thinking. It about wasn't it. not that long ago that I watched the other two. I want to say maybe about a year ago. Yeah, it they, could have been right around this time. Maybe it was Thanksgiving when I was home by myself. No, I was sick. I was homesick, and I watched. I watched the other two. Yeah. And I was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, they're just, really not good. It just came off the rails. Yeah, like, it just and they go on forever. You know, you're just like, "What? Why?" Well, like when you watch the first one and then you th- like remember what the other two are, they don't even feel like they're cut from the same cloth. It's no. just like, "What happened?" Well, and the first one was so groundbreaking, and like all of the special effects, everything was stuff that you'd never seen before. And you're like, "Man, I love this world." Yep. And then they start killing characters, and they they just they, at the end, it's such a fucking god complex, like. Yep. Savior Jesus Christ type of movie, and you're like, really? From two guys, one of which ended up being a girl by the end of it. Yeah, like, like it's strange that they're going to come back to the same thematic elements that like probably eighty percent of movies somehow touch upon. Yeah, like, why? Like you, you had such a groundbreaking thing. You could have. I almost feel like, like the end of the first movie would have been enough. Well, I just wonder, like, what happened? Did the studio put such a rush on, like, people are eating this fucking thing up? You need to, fi- you need three. We need to do two more right now. But, but they no, they they filmed them and they were designed to be filmed back to back to back. Then it was it, they, the that was the first happened? one. That was the first one that did that, and then Lord of, Lord of the Rings came along right away and did yeah. the same thing. So what the fuck happened? I don't know. The Wachowskis are fucking nuts. Apparently. I mean, really, that's the only thing I can think of. I, I mean, it has to do, it must have to do with the fact that they're crazy. Well, yeah, because what they do after that, Speed Racer or something? Yeah, that and was then, a tremendous And then they success. did Cloud Atlas. I did like Cloud Atlas. Uh, but, I haven't seen it. But I just, it, it makes me angry to watch the first one and it's so good and then the other two are just fucking 
turds. Well, yeah, and I mean they were neat. They were visually stunning, but you just – you watch and you wonder the motivations like behind the other characters, you know, the Frenchman. Yeah. Like whatever his – I can't remember what his character The Merovingian. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And his wife. Like, yeah. Like just all of a sudden like – so you're telling me just because she's jealous? Yeah, that she's going to just fucking like, sabotage all throw this him, shit? Yeah, throw him completely under the bus? Like, does she realize what they're trying to do? Yeah. I mean, they're trying to put an end to all of it. You know, and it's just... Yeah, she's a spiteful woman. She'll burn it all down. Well, and the humans, you know, in Zion, like, what do they have to... I mean, sure, stop the machine so they don't bother them anymore, but do you want to go up there? Yeah. You'll never see the sun again. You know, that's not a pleasant earth up there and it's not a pleasant earth down there it's all grimy and like how the fuck does anybody some people have tans down there how's that happening that's the whole thing man i feel like zion was just like trying to have thanksgiving day to themselves and the machines are like fuck that we want you to come to work today we're gonna fight you that's what the matrix is it's the whole black friday battle I'm just kidding. I just wanted to go Marilyn Manson for a second. <laughs> oh, wait, I just say it right. And then, and, but in the Matrix, everybody right. has genital warts. Right, and um, the governor. And the, the governor did it. The governor did it. And I feel like when Carl has the hat and he, he, yeah. sees he put it in his hand's son. These, did you catch that he said that when he's trying to say that Rick put it into his son's hands? Yeah. He's like, he put it into his hand's son. And I'm like, is he handsome? Yeah, like, I was what like, is he what? saying? He's like, and when he puts that hat on, you're gonna see some shit's gonna like, it's symbolic, mm. genital warts. Mm. The governor, mm. the governor gave everybody symbolic genital warts. Um, I don't know what happened. One last thing about the Talking Dead. Um, the problem that I have with it, I feel like it, it pushes the ideas of what are going to happen forward before people are ready for them. Yeah. Um, you know, the fact that the government, well, the fact that the show is on immediately after the episode yeah. is most people haven't even finished digesting what they right. watch and they were like, Hey, this is what this probably meant. Well, and, and he, he's right. I think the governor is somehow pushing the yeah. zombie, the, the herds towards, towards the prison. Yeah. Um, it's not the governor feeding the zombies. No. Um, I also, I'm not entirely sure it's the girl. I think that's too obvious. Yep. I think they're trying to do, they'll try to do something else. But who else would have a motivation other than the fact that there are a shit ton of people there from Woodbury? Are you to tell me that everybody at Woodbury followed the governor for so long? Sure, there are people that didn't agree with his methods. Uh, they bring in everyone from Woodbury and none of them are still loyal to the governor? Yeah. Doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Uh, it doesn't. I mean just human nature <clears throat> because it's not like everybody that was loyal to him came in that raiding party and they killed everybody but him. Yeah. You know, and they're sending her, you know, um, uh, what's her name? Michonne is going out searching for him. Um, also a little uncomfortable with this whole sexual tension between Michonne and Daryl. And yeah. Um, if you've read the book, you know that there's some issues with Carol and cheating. Um, so I'm a little worried that they're going to, because the problem here is if they make Michonne and Daryl fuck. It makes him an unlikable character because Carol, unless they utilize the fact that Carol has changed, Carol is America's sweetheart. You know, right. she's this – she's become stronger but she's still a very fragile person um, because of all the things she's been through. Daryl right now in America's eyes can do no fucking wrong. That's the only way they break Daryl. They make him 
no longer an important character. That's the only way they get away with killing him. Yep. <clears throat> is if they make him break Carol's heart. Isn't he supposed – somebody told me today that they heard he's going to be out for a couple episodes. Like um, like missing? Or like Or like – yeah, just not in a couple of them. Really? And like the person I was talking to, they're like, I think that's because he's going out looking for – The governor or Michonne? Carol. Oh, Carol. Yeah. I haven't seen this week's episode yet. Oh. I assumed from something I saw online that she was – because there's a picture online of her filling a car with gas. Yeah. <laughs> and it says, what's next? See, that's next? the problem. Yeah. You can't, you can't, you can't see it. Nowadays, yeah. you can't not, if you're not done immediately, the world has yeah. ruined it for you. Yeah. And it's tough. Like, I picked that up. Um, what did I, what was I watching the other day that I was like, ah, luckily, <clears throat> uh, Man of Steel comes out next week. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to buy that on DVD. I'll buy it that day. And watch it? Uh, <laughs> yeah. I want to watch it. I just, I, you know, I, I, I refuse to give them the money at, at the, at the um the theater, all mm-hmm. the money it would require me to, but I'll buy it because it'll probably be a movie that'll get rewatched around here somehow. Oh yeah. Um, and when it first comes out, it'll be like sixteen bucks. I'll buy the Blu-ray. Um, I want to watch it. I want to. I, I feel like it's far enough removed that I can give it a fair shot now mm-hmm. and see what I think. Um, I don't know because it's weird how long it took for it to come out. Yeah, it's some just, movies come out like the month after they leave yeah. the theater now, and this one's been for some reason they wait half a year. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't. I from what I gathered, yeah, I understand that that would make sense. He's out there um, searching, but wouldn't that be a good episode? Like, why wouldn't you have an all Daryl episode? Where yeah, he's out focus on him, like and instead of being like, oh, he's out on a mission, or, or we'll just... you know, because you really you don't know much about him. No, you know. Um, but I did he find does, it... he, he not to ruin anything yeah. for you. I'm not gonna. But he does have a really cool moment, and I didn't realize you hadn't watched the episode oh, yeah. yet. He has a, he has a pretty cool moment with somebody. Um. Well, and I, like I told – earlier I had said I hadn't seen it, but it was – we were talking about Talking Dead, so you probably thought that I meant I hadn't seen the that's, Talking Dead. I yet. totally thought that's what you meant. Um, my bad. I did think it was kind of funny um, last week, like you know, not this Sunday but the week before, yeah. that they're fucking trucking down the road and that motherfucker's the only white guy in that car. Yeah. And his brother was like super racist. Yeah. Um, oh, that wasn't lost on me. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Like, I'm like, wow, this is weird. Like talk about places places you will go. Yeah. Right? Um, but I always thought too that if Merle would have lived – he and Michonne would have gotten together. That would have been interesting. Yeah. Um, but then you kill Merle. Yeah. Which is I, – I, here's my question about that. Since that was a season ago and we're not really ruining anything for anybody unless you're going to wait 12 seasons and pick it up on DVD. But So so Merle dies and, and turns mm-hmm. and then Daryl has to kill him. But you see no adverse effects from that. Like yeah. why do you kill his brother and force him – You know, kill his brother – turn force him to kill him again if you're not going to do anything with that yeah. other than that, that'd be that one that one evocative moment like if you're not going to do anything use it to push and maybe that's why he's closer to everybody now yeah maybe be, it did maybe they just haven't really focused on maybe, showing that yet maybe i thought you know with a guy like daryl maybe it would hurt him you know a lot more than it did but maybe again maybe that's why he's so for lack of a less corny like loving now you know, he cares about people now. You know that that Zach, it hurt you. It actually saw you saw how it, how much it hurt him that Zach died. Yeah, you know, not so much that. Well, like I said, died. he's got a couple of cool moments in this episode. Um, I think maybe they're gonna start slowly addressing him more, like some development or like. That's good. Yeah. I mean, because the thing is, he's everybody's favorite character. Right oh now. yeah. So you to, you have to give him more depth, kind of like they did with Sawyer and Lost. You know, yep. he started out as a cartoon. He was pretty three note. You know. Yeah. Um, what was his catchphrase? Sawyer's catchphrase. Oh fuck! 
I can't remember cause, because I thought it was son of a bitch, but that's not right because that's Dean. And come on is Dean. Yeah. But he would say it all the time. Was it son of a bitch? And it's just – he shares it with Dean? I can't remember. Because I was just thinking about that the other day. I was like, oh, god damn it because I have that friend that looks just like Kate. Yeah, and I told her and her boyfriend if next year they don't go as either Jack and Kate or, or Sawyer, Sawyer and Kate, Kate, I'm fucking done being friends with them. <laughs> <laughs> because if she gets much older, the, the look's not going to work for her anymore. So it's like she needs to do this shit now. But I was like, what the fuck is Sawyer's catchphrase? I cannot remember. I don't. And I don't have my phone, or I'd look for you real quick. But I, I oh. um, you know, that's a, one of the shows I was going to start rewatching just because it's been a while and. I kind of lost. Yeah. I was thinking about starting Supernatural over. Yeah. Um, hmm. Because. I got nothing. Uh, you find it? I'm looking. Okay. But uh, you're going to start Supernatural over? Yeah. Oh, good luck suffering for the first two seasons of that. It's not so much the seasons. It's just the first uh, about three or four episodes of season one where they're yeah. over explaining everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was it was son of a bitch. Okay. Yeah. Oh. oh, that was funny too. Uh, somebody tried to get Jensen to say "son of a bitch," oh, and he wouldn't do it. I think he's like, I have no problem, you know. Like he didn't say any of this, but it was very clear that that was the intent. He's like, I like he was because he was up there making a clown of himself. Like somebody did something and made a comment about somebody's butt. So then he turns over and like pr- pretends to have to pick up his microphone and he does all that. Right. And, and then somebody says something about some son of a bitch and and the whole crowd yells like, say it. And he basically just looks at the whole room like, I'm not a clown. Fuck you. Really? Yeah. But he just was a clown. But he but he's like, you're not gonna like. Make me perform like you tell me to say a line and I say it. See, you know what would have been better? A better way to ingratiate himself with the audience huh. is if he would have said, oh, come on. Yeah. Instead. Say like, son of a bitch. Come on. Who does yeah, that? Right. Right. Yeah. See, that would have been funny to yeah. me. Um, or, you know, because the time like Marsters gives off that air like he's not, I won't I won't speak in the accent. I won't speak in the accent. And then he does it. Yeah. And he'll do it. Well, he'll slowly like slip into it in mid sentence under his terms. Yeah, like like the time that I saw a, a couple say that they had just gotten engaged, and he was wondering if they they were wondering if he could wish them uh, like good luck or yeah. something uh, or congratulate them. And he slowly like, slid into yeah, it, right? He yeah, was like, and it was amazing. Like you know, again, a dude who doesn't take himself too seriously. Yeah. He's there for them. I mean, he's there to make money, but he he understands that he's not larger. Than the event, right? And I think that the problem with it with the Jensen Ackles is he doesn't understand that. Yeah. He doesn't understand that he's not because without this show, no one knows who he is, right? Like he's amazing. I mean, don't get me wrong; he's amazing and should should get to do other stuff. But without this one specific show, if we if if, if some weird uh, temporal phenomena happens and Supernatural does one season, just one season, then dies. Two years later, someone says Jensen Ackles, and who? people say who? Yeah, yeah, because it's not my bloody Valentine, or but, yeah, you know, like, like, like yeah, it, or Supernatural didn't happen. He was on Smallville for a season. People aren't gonna go, yeah, that guy from Smallville. He was awesome. You're like, yeah, he was that kind of throwaway character on Smallville. For he was a year. on Smallville. Yeah, see, see, so you don't even know because you didn't watch it, so you no. don't care, right? Yeah. Exactly. But people, people know Supernatural exists. Like people who, in even if I wasn't a, a fan of Supernatural, like it's a big enough phenomenon now. That I know it exists, and so I know the people that are in it. Yeah. But I mean, like people reference Smallville. If, they, yeah. if someone says to me Tom Welling, you're like, like I know who Tom Welling because is of Smallville. because, and I don't watch Smallville. There's a chick, one of the chicks that's on Supernatural right now was on Smallville, 
and somebody was asking her a question about, you know, getting the role on Supernatural and how that went. And she's like, it's funny because when they called me and asked me to audition for it, and they're like, you want to audition for Supernatural? I went, huh, that's still on the air? And she's like, and I did the same thing when they called me for Smallville because they called her so many years in for right. both shows, on both shows. That just shows you most actors aren't up on like right. what's still on, what's sure. doing well, what's popular. She was like, those shows still happen? Well, and, and generally as a – as an audience, you only hear about maybe ten shows, yeah. like ten shows that you are 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 part of like our entertainment culture that are really you know. And right now, unfortunately, it's shit like Big Bang Theory, mm-hmm. um, uh, you know, Walking Dead, of course, um, Breaking Bad now is out. Um, but there's certain shows you hear about. Um, you know, there's other shows that are still going strong that you don't hear, like Parenthood, um, or uh. Supernatural, you don't hear a whole lot about anymore, no. to be honest. Um, you know, stuff like that that you don't hear a whole lot about, and so it's just weird. That's why I just want to slap him in the face. Yeah, like, dude, this show keeps you in eight million dollar houses. Yeah, or like, whatever you got. Yeah, yeah, this show, like, without this show, you disappear because obviously what you were doing before wasn't enough. To keep you flush, because you're you're doing character roles, you know, you're doing these throwaway characters, you're doing shit on the on the CW, you know, which yep. is the perfect fucking market for him because he's beautiful and he's funny, <laughs> you know. What I mean, that's that's where you do well. But look at uh, the OC. Where are those fucking people? Yeah, <clears throat> where's uh, was Adam Brody? Is that his name? Yeah. What was the last thing you saw him in? Uh, fucking. He was on some cop show for a little while, wasn't he? Yeah. Um, and then the the guy who played the the the, the rough and tumble kid with the checkered past you know yeah. you know what does he fuck has he done i don't nothing. know yeah nothing um misha barton yeah the, the chick yeah what's she done besides like gotten in trouble for like cocaine and stuff not a lot nothing. like you know it's 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 these shows you know the only last three seasons and these guys think that they're fucking bulletproof well, you can even look at like look at friends how long was that show on 10 years yeah how many of them stayed current or didn't just recently in the last two years or so like kind of come back a little bit right. other than Jennifer Aniston who's always been doing something right. like – Well, and if you're not looking for it, like it, you know, like uh, David Schwimmer is doing a lot of like directing I guess now. Yeah. But uh, uh, fucking so, Matthew LeBlanc. Yeah. He, he popped know, up in episodes yeah, finally. And, but, but it is his own show. Yeah. You know, um, but really if you weren't looking for it, you wouldn't find it. Yeah. You know, it's not like they that show got a lot of fucking – uh, advertising, mm-hmm. you know, so uh, these guys need to be careful, you know, like you kind of are their dancing monkey, man. Like if it wasn't for this show, you wouldn't be in this room talking about this show. Appreciate that a little bit. Right. And if they want you to say son of a bitch, say it. And and then if they try to do it again, say, I did that yesterday, guys. Come on. Like, right. You know, no, like, he wasn't having it. He didn't do it. Yeah, see, that's weird. He that's weird to me. Like, uh, like son of a bitch makes you a millionaire. Yeah. You know, come on, makes you a millionaire, right? Like, you, you, you think you think Jim Beaver would refuse to say idiot? Dude, he comes out and says hello, idiots. Yeah, like when see, he starts his Q and A. See, and to me, it's like he totally embraces. He knows why he's there. Yeah, he's he there. knows what people like about his well, character, and he's not stupid. About, he's like, and he, he he knows what his relevance is in the entertainment scene. Like yeah. he knows that at any time, he doesn't have a job. You know, and when he gets work, you watch him on Facebook, he gets work, he is so excited. And it's not because, like, 
he thinks thank I don't God I can pay it. the bills. Yeah, yeah, he's like, it's... yes, I got another fun, awesome fucking job yeah, to do. And I can I'm go lucky. do this. Yeah, and and, and this is what I'm. Or like he to tweets do. all the time. He's like, spent 14 hours on a horse in the mud and rain today. My job's weird sometimes. Love yeah. it. Like yeah. that's the kind of shit he posts. Yeah, yeah. So and then meanwhile, both those guys aren't very active on Twitter. Um, occasionally you'll see stuff from Padalecki, but the other guy—he doesn't even have a Twitter account. Yeah, and see Twitter, no Facebook. Like, he's not interested in, in whether the fans like him or not. You know? Jared's starting to be though. Like the last few weeks, he like he live tweets during the airing of the episodes. Oh, really? Yep. And see, that's kind of surprising. And now because he did it, some of the other ones are like Mark Shepard's been doing it now. Really? And uh, one week Jensen sat in with him because he doesn't have Twitter, so he just kind of sat there and like add to the tweet like say this so like, that would he sign it like jay he'd, or he'd be or like something? jay says blah 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 still doesn't get this twitter thing though <laughs> yeah, you know it's, it's too bad like i just don't and there are other people that were like that with shows like uh sir Alec guinness was like notorious for just despising star wars yep you know like and it's just weird like i mean granted he had done other things one i think he won an academy award for bridge over the river kwai uh, so like he had done other things like other things that were yeah, more important to him, but it's like, yeah. Do you think, do you think anybody now would know of his performance? I wouldn't know that that was him. In that, right. In if it weren't for, River yeah. Quiet, there's no way. Right. Like I know the movie, and then, like right. that's where that all comes from. You know, like like you know that stuff, but you wouldn't be able to tie it to that specific guy if it wasn't for Star Wars. Right. You know, now 30 years ago, people would because it was a, at the time that movie was still relevant, you know, yeah. even though the movie I think came out in like the 60s, but you know, he was a young man in that movie. It's just yeah. weird that these performers don't have a frame of reference for themselves. It's like, yeah, I know you think you are fucking Tom Hanks, but you're not. You know why? First of all, Tom Hanks would have said some of a bitch. Secondly, you're no Tom Hanks. Yeah. Like, you're no Tom Cruise. It just doesn't work that way. Mm-hmm. And, and it makes you makes you makes me a little sour on him, a little bit because yeah. it, it just feels like he should know better by this point. Ten years in, should know better. Mm-hmm. I don't know. This has been episode two hundred and nineteen of Misinformation Podcast. With you as always, I'm Zach. I'm Eric. Love you. Yeah, you can spoil my day, please don't ruin my night. You can spoil my day, please don't ruin my night. Yeah, you can spoil my day, please don't ruin my night. Now you, hostile you, hostile you, yeah, hostile you, hostile you. How come you can't get a job and keep it?